You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Colorado Rockies have had a pretty decent season, all things considered, um, possibly even overachieving at some points in the season. I am Allison Footer. Let's talk to Richard Justice, get some fresh perspective on where the Rockies are headed. Richard, uh, I talk to Thomas Harding um, almost every week about this stuff, and um, I am very enthusiastic about where these guys could be headed. Um, I think that they're going to contend next year. Uh, Thomas seems to think 18 is probably more of a little bit of a more realistic target date, but with that young pitching, anything can happen, right? Thomas is such a spoil sport. Uh, I would think <laughs> there's no team that missed the playoffs that's going to come out of this season more optimistic than the Colorado Rockies. First of all, they're playing well on the field. They're three games over 500 since the all-star break. They're leading the major leagues in runs. And it's not just Coors Field. They're seventh, and they're scoring five runs a game on the road since the break. And look at what they have. This kid, the second baseman, D.J. LeMahieu, um, is an elite player now. He's a big guy. I remember when he was with the Cubs, Kerry Muscat pointed at him one time and said, that guy is going to be a star. And she was right. David Dahl is a player. They have a catcher in the minor leagues, Tom Murphy. He's going to be a player. Trevor Story is a player. So they're in a great spot. But the thing that separates them, what you talked about, is the pitching. They always knew. They always knew that they were going to have to develop their own pitching. And you go back to when they signed Mike Hampton and whoever it was, that that you bring guys into Coors Field, it's a tough sell for them. But if you develop your own and and you teach them a certain way to do things and get them prepared and all that, they're they they're going to look at pitching in Coors Field differently. So we're coming out of this season with Chad Bettis, 27 years old, Tyler Anderson, 27, Tyler Chatwood, 26, John Gray, 24 years old. They've got Jeff Hoffman up there, number three prospect. He's 23 years old. De La Rosa, whatever, you know, wherever he fits in. So they've got a chance to go into next season, not just with those position players, with Dahl and with Story and Murphy, LeMahieu, you know, and Arenado's one of the best players in the game. And apparently Carlos Gonzalez wants to stay and be part of it. You know, it's a great environment to play there. Um, they've got pitching, and that's the thing forever that they've worked towards. So, they have to be feeling really good about where they're going now. You know, I mean, there's a nutrition rate with pitching, and all we all know that. But you can't have it. You can't lose them if you don't have them. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at the just running through some of the headlines on the Rockies website, and it's uh, talking about Tyler Chatwood is nearing a return and could create a logjam in the rotation. I mean. These are things that you don't hear you don't hear the, about with the Rockies over time. Like, oh, there's too many good pitchers for, you know, a rotation. I mean, those are things that have to happen first before you can consider yourself like a, you know, a, a team with a realistic shot to contend every year. I know that, you know, you and I both know, I mean, through the years with the Astros being like so bad and having nothing in their system and then people would uh, not understand like, well, no, you have like – two good second basemen, um, you know, one in your minor league system, you know, or two guys in your minor league system that are good at the same position, and that's got to be a problem. It's like, no, actually, that's the only way that you can maintain health in your organization. And just the fact that the Rockies are now in a position where they have a surplus of pitching is something we've not heard about in a really long time. Yeah, and it started, you know, I guess three or four years ago when they had John Gray and this guy Eddie Butler, 
and you think, okay, and, and people were scouts were saying that those guys are going to be cornerstone players for a long time. And then they got uh, what's the guy's name they got from the Astros, Jordan Lyles. They traded for Chatwood, all those things, and it turns out, you know, you, some of those guys, Gray's been every bit as good as advertised. Chatwood is going to be great, and they feel Hoffman's going to be a big time guy. They have a and they have other guys in their system that, that apparently are close. They have a left-hander named Kyle Freeland. They feel is close. This is the only way to do business because you can't, you can't go out and buy pitching. Like, you even look at the Red Sox, who have all kinds of money. They could go out and buy one guy. But you can't buy a bunch of guys. You've got to produce your own. And every organization, you know, when these organizations start meeting after the season, it's how, how, do, we develop, how do we develop more pitching, more and. Every club, every club goes through it. We see, uh, we see it in Kansas City that they they're just they want to throw a party every day. That Danny Duffy has become the, the starting pitcher, and so is Jordano Ventura. That they thought they would be because they were getting killed locally about not being able to develop starting pitching. And you can't win if you don't do it. They have to get this guy off the scrap heap and this guy and hit it right on this guy, and you're going to miss on this guy. And now suddenly the Rockies have people lined up. They have um, some hopes for their payroll next year. Um, I did a little uh, searching, and their payroll obligations, they have five five arbitration-eligible players coming up. They have their biggest money is tied up with Carlos Gonzalez. Of course, they're paying him 20, over $20 million next year. Um, and then it kind of gets a little less. Para, $8 million, Jason Mott, 5 uh, LeMahieu, 4.8, Chad Qualls, 3.7. So, um, And their payroll was $112 million this year. So... It's. I mean, no team is really poor. I mean, we know how much money is is flowing into every organization um, through, you know, just the various things that the perks of being a major league organization. So um, they really could do a few things next year, right? There, I don't. Doesn't seem like their hands would be too tied. Yeah, but you know, where they start in with Arenado is the second year of arbitration. So we're reaching that point with him. Charlie Blackman's in his second year of arbitration. The the money starts to go up. You know, but Carlos Gonzalez is going to be a free agent after next year. Now, logically, the way you do business is you say, we got to have an answer from Carlos Gonzalez. And he has said, I want to stay. But what can you afford to do? you got to have, you got to, uh, De La Rosa is going to be a free agent. He's $12.5 million on the payroll. I would think, well, they like him. I would think that's too much. And I, I would think they would allocate the resources other places. But I do think... They're going to go out and get a veteran starting pitcher if they don't sign De La Rosa or maybe two veteran starting pitchers because you can't have too many. You know, we've learned from Arizona and all and the Dodgers most notably that you can't have too much. But they got to be feeling good. And it begins, you know, Trevor Story's a big time player, and who knew? I mean, they they didn't even think he was going to be on it on the team. Lemayhew has now established himself. So you look at them offensively and you think there are no questions there. Now, obviously, if you trade mm-hmm. Gonzalez, you got to do. You got to move. You're going to be counting on one of their young guys, and there's a there's a point of uncertainty there. They've got a good job. I assume Walt Weiss will be back as manager if he wants to come back. But um, it's you know like you move ahead, and if you're buying stock, you would buy stock. You might buy stock in the Rockies over maybe any other team in the division. Although the Dodgers and Giants have have certainly have have a have a more dazzling history. But these other three teams, certainly the Padres seem to know where they're going and how they're going to get there, and the Rockies definitely know where they're going and how they intend to get there. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, and any other, like a year ago, I would have said, like, it's just an uphill climb in the NL West and there's top two teams and the Dodgers and the Giants that are always going to dominate. And how is anybody else going to move in? And now I'm looking at what's going on this year and I'm like, anybody's vulnerable. And the Dodgers are sort of um, squelching the whole 160-year notion that you can't survive a season without good starting pitching. So right. <laughs> that's gone down the tubes. And now, you know, I I would imagine that I would look at going into next season saying, why couldn't one of these lesser teams take over? I mean, the Giants, they have, they have, they have everything they need. And they have barely won since the All-Star break. So it's kind of a wide-open division in that way. Yeah, yeah, they started out losing 25 and 36. They went from the best team to the worst. But it's not yeah. that complicated, you know. You got to go get. You got to draft well, and and you got to identify. You got to have people in your in your organization who can identify players, and and then you have to go out and sign them and develop them. And the Rockies, for years, they had all this promise: this guy, that guy, this guy. But it always came back to the pitching wasn't good enough, and the pitching may be good enough now. You know, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope they stay healthy. You see, always see these. Like you're watching the Mets, they seem like there's a different guy go down every day. But when you have arms like that, that that empowers your whole your whole organization, and, and you know they're they're coming out of it feeling like we're not that far away. We can play, and you know what? It's a pretty good atmosphere at Coors Field when they're going good, and there's thirty or thirty-five thousand there, and they've remade the ballpark a little bit. It's a great environment, so it's a fine time to be a Rockies fan. Absolutely. Okay, Richard, thank you so much for your time. Good conversation. We will uh, catch you soon. Thank you. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.